great moments are born from great opportunity. Back in the driveway, we were nothing. This is not just a game anymore. Either we heal as a team, or we're going to crumble. It's not about winning. You cannot be afraid to lose. I don't care what the scoreboard says at the end of the game. If you play like that, we cannot be defeated. So what? It still doesn't make us good football players. Wait a second, guys. Whoever said you had to be good to play football? Everything y'all done to this point means nothing if you lose yourselves. You don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. We have to be ourselves. But it's not about what I see. It's about what you see. Now it's time to see who has the heart. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. We've made a great effort so far. Let's just keep it up. Follow me. Walk with me out into that field. I want you all over that ball like a fat kid on a cupcake. It's their rink, it's their ice, and it's their fucking town. But you can walk through those doors, hold your heads up high, and call yourselves ducks. Ducks fly together! Pain heels. Chicks dig scars. No one into our house and pushes us around. We have the opportunity to play like gods for the next half of football. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? If you can do that, gentlemen, we will be perfect for a bunch of Mexican baseball players. That ain't too bad. It is championship week. Was the Breakfast Club? I'm pretty sure I caught I caught a snippet of the Breakfast Club in there. No. No? Um, I don't know. It was like fine. Which scene did you think? Are you talking about Emilio? Uh, was that Emilio Estevez? Yes. That's the Mighty Ducks. Dude, come dude. on. Dude, just, just sign out. Letterman's jacket in the library. Just, just sign out. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Dude, just just hit the hang up button. We'll see you. We'll see you next week. I wish I had the Dobbins drop ready to go for him. Oh like, come God. on, Barry in the Mighty Breakfast Ducks. Club. He gives an inspiring speech in the Breakfast Club. <laughs> have he's you, have you seen that movie? Have you even he's, heard of the Breakfast Club, Carnegie? The, have you even heard the, of it? It's from the eighties. He's not the yeah. It's, he's not the one that gives the speech in Breakfast Club. Who gives the speech? Molly Ringwald. No, oh, she's, she's no uh, I forget the actor's name. The, the rough and tough guy. The rough and tough guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the troubled, troubled teen. Yeah, I guess they're all troubled teens, right? Not gonna lie, that speech I could run through a wall right now. Uh, so we are, we are, I don't think we have a name for the the game. With the uh, the trophy that nobody gets, bowl. <laughs> do, um, do we really have a trophy bowl? Yes, yeah, trophy we, real. Whose trophy is it anyway? Yeah, all right. That's that's good. Um, so last week we had two, well, one really exciting game, and then one game that had the chance of being exciting, and then Ebron got hurt immediately. So, um, 
if you look oh, back, what are you talking about? Uh, definitely the one that Ebron in it. So, uh, Jonathan Shire, owner of Ridley Me This, beats uh, last year's last place finisher, Castle Camps next Chad, uh, by two points, less than two, a little less than two points. Uh, off of the worst performance from the Steelers' defense all season, which we can thank Dylan for your jinxing because Dylan very confidently told the league that this this would have to be the Steelers' worst uh, performance against a third-string QB, and exactly what happened happened. Um, but John, uh, Josh Allen did what Josh Allen did all year for Chad and basically was the only reason this game was relevant rough week from pretty much every other player. Nobody nobody did anything special other than him. Uh, and unluckily for Chad, uh, he was matched almost point for point by Kyler Murray, uh, only a three-point difference. And then it came down to Calvin Ridley basically being the only other player in this matchup having a noteworthy game, and that was the difference. I don't know. I think that just kept me in it. I think magic happened with that Pittsburgh game. I had no business winning this week, but I'm happy to be here. Well, I disagree because you if look at the matchup and there's three players who are who who had big fantasy relevant weeks. Jonathan Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, and Calvin Ridley, and you had two of them. So you know what I do want to comment on is that Chad um played Naheem Hines, like I've been telling him not to every week, and he had a running back on the bench that scored um enough more that he would have won the game. He had two actually. Moss and White. If he honestly, started either of them, he would have won. Yeah, but honestly, none of those players should be starting. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm just enjoying being right about Naeem Hines. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just the this was the worst running. We we dubbed this as the worst running back matchup we'd ever seen, and it really lived up to the tale. Even with two touchdowns in it from these running backs, it still was horrible. I mean, Wilson broke ten, so that's you know. Latavius Murray so had a touchdown. Latavius Murray had a touchdown and didn't get ten points. It was a receiving touchdown. It wasn't even a rushing touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, uh, you, you edged one out again. Yeah. So uh, week Star, after week, Star after being called the worst team in the league after the draft is the one laughing now. Um, going on to the other matchup, we had I am the the I am the DJ Chark uh, I'm, uh, versus Kamar Harris with a with an eighteen point victory. Kamar Harris continue or Aaron continues his tradition of being very good in the regular season and choking in the playoffs. Um, this was interesting because, like, if I had told you that Mahomes was going to outscore Wilson by twelve points, you would have thought this would have been a lot closer, right? Russell Wilson had a horrible week, uh, but the difference was everybody, you know, Darren Waller continues to be Darren Waller. He's, he's tight end two this year. Um, and then everybody on the team was consistent with the exception of Cam Akers, who, you know, had the injury. Uh, and then on the other side, it was just, you know, a zero from Ebron from injury. Uh, Clyde gets hurt with only eight points. Thielen has a basically one catch for one touchdown type game. Um, and Mahomes has 25, which for Mahomes is actually underwhelming. So nobody really, nobody really worthy of or noteworthy for Kamar Harris, and that ends up being the difference. Darren Waller basically carrying Ted J. Chark to the playoff, to the finals. Um, 
Yeah, that's it. You know, for the top four teams in the league, I, I was would have hoped we would see more big days from from more players. Um, all of these teams seem to be carried by two, maybe three performances, um, which would leave me a little worried going into a championship game here. Um, that that the whole team the whole team can't carry the weight. We're relying so much on on big performances from from key players. Uh, I think that you have that basically opposite here in two teams. I think I think one team can get it from anywhere. Uh, in in the DJ Chark, they can get it from almost any position. The only, you know, right now, I, I guess their receivers are really questionable. Um, you know, Godwin hasn't been doing anything special because Tom Brady's an asshole, and Terry hasn't been doing anything special because they don't have a real quarterback. Um, but pretty much anybody on that te- anybody on that team can go off at any time, uh, even those two. Whereas Ridley this you know, has the the great wide receivers, the great QB, but those running backs are just they can they can they can put up points, but I don't think they're really weak winners. Um, but the same way that Dead Jay's Sharks are. Well, you know, you know, Kamara is supposed to be. Oh, I'm sorry, you're looking at um, you're looking at Ridley. Me, this is running. Kamara back. is supposed to be, but unfortunately, he's not here. So. Yeah. yeah, no, I was looking at I was looking at last week's matchup for it. No, they're not weak winning running backs at all. Um, the points come from from everywhere else. Which means Kareem Hunt's going to put up 30 points this week. So Always does. Because I said that. Uh, I mean, the Kareem Hunt thing is crazy because he started off the year as like RB1, despite being a backup. Then he became the starting running back, and his value got worse. Yeah, He's been on a steady he's, decline all season. He's been a pain in the ass to put on the, on the starting roster every single yeah. week. He's been too good that he, you can't bench him, but like – and then three or four weeks in a row, he'll put up like four points. Right, and then you know if you bench him, he's going to put up twenty. Yep. The uh, Odell Beckham Jr. effect. Yeah, except you know Odell's a starting receiver versus Kareem Hunt's a backup running back. Right back yeah. Well, yeah, but but still that you know just good enough that you can't bench him. But neither we get it. You don't like Odell Beckham. It's okay. Have I mentioned yeah. that? You know who else I don't like? Naheem Hines. Those are two very different players. Uh, yeah, they are. But I'm allowed to dislike both of them. That's like you saying you don't like you don't like a starting wide receiver and you don't like a kicker. That's basically Naeem Hines is as, as valuable as a kicker in this league, honestly. Actually, not in our league. Our league yeah, kicker over Naeem Hines. Yeah. The, the right kicker pretty consistently week over week scores more than Naeem Hines, which really just furthers my argument that he shouldn't be on Chad's team. I guess it's too late. He he lost, be, he should, no, I disagree. I think Hines should be owned. I don't think he should be started. Start, start, doesn't matter because start. he's not in the playoffs. He's in the third. He's in the third place. So we're not here to talk about the third place game. We're talking. You're here to talk about the whose championship is it anyway between I am Ted J Chark and Ridley Meadis. Playoffs. What's that? You kidding me? Playoffs. You kidding me? That was good that time. Yeah, it was good. We it only took us four times. All right. Fine. Uh, current projections has Ted has Ted J Chark with 114 points versus Ridley Me this scoring 105.7. Um, let's go through. Going to be higher scoring. Yeah, let's go through position by position here. I think we we both. I think we'll see that this is a potential to be a real like like the loser could be scoring like 125 point type of game, and if you lose scoring that in the championship games, then you you should be pissed. 
Um, looking at QB, for Ted J. Chark, we have Russell Wilson against a very good Rams defense who just lost to the Jets. <laughs> uh, and Kyler Murray against a very suspect San Francisco defense who just got torched by Andy Dalton. Uh, I'm going to give the advantage here to Kyler Murray. I think Kyler looks a little healthier. I think he demolished the Eagles defense. Uh, and San Fran, honestly, is about that about that par right now, uh, especially because it's in Arizona. And the Rams tend to play Russell tight. So I also think Russell has been fading like pretty heavily. I'm, I'm picking a big day for Kyler Murray. I think that we're going to see a shootout in San Francisco this weekend. Um, and that's going to be big for, for Kyler. And it's going to be big for Ted J. Shark as well once we get to that point. Russell Wilson, I think, is going to perform uh, you know, ad, as advertised. Um, but I'm picking this day for Kyler by, by a lot. Yeah, I think this is this has been my strength all season. Kyler Murray's been carrying. Obviously, I don't have a running back one, but Kyler Murray's basically a running back at this point. So it helps to get the QB numbers, the running back numbers. I think I can I can beat Dylan pretty straight up here. And if I can get Kyler Murray with another 34 plus point game, that might really be helpful in, in winning this all. I'm I'm nervous about this. Like you're playing I don't think the Rams are gonna come in here and like get chewed up again. Like they have a chip on their shoulder from the loss to the Jets. And that makes me nervous about Russell Wilson in the steady decline. And Kyler is on the up and up. I, I give the advantage, unfortunately, to the opposition here. Um it, it's just it's one of those things where you don't not start Russell Wilson, but you're gonna you're gonna question it all game long. At wide receiver, we have we we talked about it earlier. We have Terry McLaurin and Chris Godwin currently slated in for Ted J. Chuck versus Ridley Me This and Justin Jefferson. Uh, in my opinion, another position where uh, Ridley Me This has a clear advantage, uh, especially if Julio doesn't play again. I don't think he's going to. I have a feeling Julio is out for the rest of the year. Um, Calvin Ridley without Julio is like is like wide receiver one, and with Julio, he's wide receiver like six or seven so it does make a pretty big difference ridley's been amazing jefferson is the only only rookie pro bowler he's been absolutely amazing he does most likely draw a marsh on Lattimore uh against new orleans who is a great corner but Lattimore has been you know exposed as of the last couple weeks uh, by the eagles and the chiefs who I mean, the chiefs are the chiefs but the eagles aren't exactly anything amazing on offense so um and then Chris Godwin is one of like eight people that Tom Brady throws to because Tom Brady's a fucking asshole and decided that he wants to ruin Chris Godwin's career. So I look forward to talking about Chris Godwin on another team next year. Uh, but this week, I don't think he does much. And Terry McLaurin gets uh, a QB who I can't name right now throwing to him. So can't pick that. I'm going to go with Ridley Mittis. I mean, the talent... Well, I, will, I won't say the talent gap, but the production gap between these two teams at wide receiver, I think, is pretty huge, uh, very much in favor of Ridley Me This. You've got two receivers that that would start on any team. I mean, they're, they're I think, both in the top 10 right now. Um, over Godwin, who we've already kind of talked about, ha- has problems with the ball being spread around and and the football team. I, you shouldn't sleep on the football team, but I, I, I wouldn't put 
so much stock in him to to win me a championship. I'm giving the advantage to Ridley me this. Yeah, these are these are my bread and butter. I'm I'm wide receiver you over here, and if I don't demolish in this these top three positions here, there's Ridley, Jefferson, Murray. I need to to run these numbers up, and if I don't do that, I don't have a shot. But I think that Ridley and Jefferson are clearly better than than Scary Terry and Godwin. I think you're I think you're absolutely right. If you don't produce in those top three, I don't think I don't think you have a shot here. Um, here's my biggest problem, Terry. Like on both teams. If the quarterback realized uh, that they are a better team when getting the ball in Terry McLaurin's hands and Chris Godwin, respectively, um, I'll be fine. But a lot of times they try to overcomplicate it and spread the ball around and and not put it in their playmakers' hands. And they're both teams are better when the ball is in those guys' hands. So it's frustrating to me to watch those games and see you know less and less targets every week. But with that said. Um, Washington still, I think, wants to win this division. So I think Terry McLaurin's going to have a better shot. I don't know um, why. Yeah, it's kind of like why, but I, they they do. They're still going to want to win this division. Um, Ron Rivera is a, a competitor. So I think there's there's hope there. And Chris Godwin, I mean, Tom Brady doesn't want to lose. So if the game gets you know close, I think Chris Godwin has a better shot. Um, I still give the advantage to you, John, but I, not by much. And, and Terry McLaurin and Chris Godwin are still – much like Russell Wilson, you don't not start them, even though you have question marks. Yeah, agreed. Um, moving on to running back, uh, you know, I think everybody knows where, where we would expect us to go in this matchup, but Cam Akers has an injury um, for Ted J. Chark, which means Devin Singletary currently slated in as the second running back um, to Derrick Henry. We don't need to talk about Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry gets uh, a historically bad run defense in Green Bay. We expect him to put up points. If he doesn't put up points, I don't think Dylan even has a chance to win this. Um, but I don't think that's an issue. I think he gets, you know, we're talking like 150 yards, two touchdown type game from Derrick Henry because that's just who Derrick Henry is. Uh, so I think Singletary against New England is inter- interesting to watch. I think Singletary is more talented than Zach Moss, but for some reason they seem intent on feeding Zach Moss over him. Um, How long did you hold on to him this season before you dropped him? Me? Yeah. Uh, like week nine. Mm. He I was on your team for like a season and a half, wasn't I he? I kept him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I just – I made a mistake keeping him, obviously, but I still – like I, when you watch him run versus Zach Moss, like it's not even – like Zach Moss just looks like a, a jag. Versus, I, I love Singletary. He's a great player. He's got some serious talent. Um, you would have hoped that – um, the way the offense just spiked the season, he would have spiked the same way, but it just it just didn't happen. Yeah, well, they they just they wanted to split the carries for whatever reason. Yeah. On the other side, we have uh, RB backup running back Kareem Hunt and backup running back Latavius Murray again um, doing every everything they can to just contribute a little bit. I do think Kareem Hunt is going to have a better week than last week. Um, only four points last week. I expect him in the, the double digits this week. But reverse of that, I don't expect Latavius Murray to catch a random 26-yard touchdown, uh, especially with Breeze back. I just I just don't see it happening. So I, I think we see a similar type output from the running backs, You know, maybe a total of like 16, 17 points there, which Derrick Henry could very easily outscore himself. So I will give the advantage to Ted Jay and Derrick Henry. Uh, Derrick Henry is the keystone of this entire matchup, I'm pretty sure. And a, a huge performance 
or a mediocre performance from him is going to make or break this game entirely. Um, that said, the dude is consistent as hell. I'm going to give him this one to Ted J. Chark. I'm going to talk about this matchup a little bit later on, but I think that Cleveland and the Jets is going to be a really fun game this weekend. I think that Cleveland's very excited by what they saw in Pittsburgh or in Cincinnati on Monday night, and they really feel like they got you know, the momentum on their side and they're, you know, destined to win the AFC North and they're going to come out swinging and showing off all kinds of things. I think Kareem Hunt's going to put up a double-digit day. I don't know how I feel about Murray. Um, you know, Edmonds might get the start as a game-time decision just because I do really like Edmonds. I just, you know, I don't know how I feel about them. Um, but, yeah, Derrick Henry, is he running back one? Like, he's got to be. Yeah, he is. If not one, like two. So, He's running back one and running back two, actually. Well, it's hard to compete against running back one and running back two, but you know, don't don't sleep on you know Kareem Hunt there. I think that Cleveland's going to have a really fun day. This this shouldn't be close, and it's a shame because now I'm dealing with: Am I really going to start Devin Singletary's in a timeshare in the championship game? I'm not entirely sold that that's going to be my start. Um, is it going to be Carlos Hyde or Gus Edwards? I, I don't know. I, I don't know yet. I got to really feel that out. Um, I'm worried about New England because they are a pretty good defense. But um, what ends up happening here in these divisional games, especially with Buffalo trying to win out, um, it, it it could be you know a closer game um, than we think. And and if that's the case, then Singletary is going to be relied on. Um, so I'm not sure yet. I'm, I'm not sure of that. But this is this is still my matchup, and this is where I win the game. Uh, it's running back and it's tight end. Darren Waller for Ted J. Chark is tight end two, I believe, on the season. But as of the last couple of weeks, he might even be tight end one over Travis Kelsey. Uh, has been absolutely lights out, but you know gets a very tough draw in the Miami defense, who's very, very good this year, um, leading the league in turnovers in Miami. So I don't expect Darren Waller to have quite the performance that he just did. Um, I do, however, expect him to still put up you know a, a good game. Uh, on the other side for Ridley, this we have this week, this year's uh, surprise tight end breakout in Robert Tunyon for the Packers against the Titans. I think Tunyon just kind of does what he does. He had that one massive game, but other than that, he just kind of gets like eight or nine points, and then it's either a touchdown or not on top of that. So uh, I expect you know a I expect Waller to win this matchup, um, but you know Tunyon has the the chance of matching it maybe you know like i don't think it's a, i don't think it's as dramatic as a difference as it might look on paper it, it just takes his number getting called exactly at, at the right time that's really all it takes waller you know is going to have his number called in a good situation and, and you're really just hoping for a touchdown on top of a couple of receptions to meet that projection number maybe even more um tunyon there's a little bit more luck involved and i'm not uh, I'm, I'm not feeling it this week I'm not feeling the, the end zone for Tanyan this week, and that's going to give the advantage to Waller. I think Waller has a clear advantage here. I think this is similar to the running backs for me going in. I just need to make sure that it's not as blowout. He's, as long as he doesn't put up 25-plus points and stays in that like mid-teens, high-teens, and I can keep Tanyan you know, within a couple points, that's – I'm not winning at the tight end position. This is clearly Waller. This is just a matter of – you know, cutting off some of the damage there. Although Tanyan's been having a great, great season. Tanyan getting snubbed from the Pro Bowl 
because of Evan Ingram is hysterical to me. Like Tunyon should be in the yeah. not that the Pro Bowl matters, but Tunyon should be in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead, Don. Sorry. No, I, I was just going to say that Tunyon has scored in the last five games. He is uh, he has one, two, three, four, five consecutive games with touchdowns. Um, yeah, Rogers. And he, yeah, and and he also has a consecutive like five games with five targets each. So like you're always going to get that exact production. And I think it's just a matter of if Waller gets the 10 to 12 targets he's supposed to get, that's where it just blows him out of the water. Cause both of them will find the end zone or neither of them will find the end zone, but it's just going to be double or, you know, one and a half times um, the, the targets to Waller. And that's where the advantage is. So we, we in the last couple of weeks, uh, for the sake of time, we have skipped the the kind of normal flex view that we do, but I think we should do it again this week. Um, so let's start with uh, Ted Jay's Brandon Ayuk currently in the flex. At this point, I mean Brandon Ayuk, you could argue should be just in the wide receiver position and locked in. He's been absolutely amazing the last couple of weeks. I think he's averaging 95 yards and a touchdown over the last three to four weeks, which is pretty much you know wide receiver one over those over that time span. Um, I do think the Niners are making a QB change, which makes me a little nervous. Uh, I also think Kittle might be coming back, although they don't seem super confident. Um, but if Kittle comes back, I think that also takes touches away from Ayuk. Um, so if we look at the other options on his bench, uh, Akers is out. Um, DJ Chark uh, is good, but he gets a Bears defense that I would not want any part of. Uh, T. Higgins is good, but Ryan Finley I would not want any part of. And then, you know, you have two running backs who are touchdown dependent, which is not something you want as a running back. So I think Ayuk is very clearly the starter uh, for the flex. You know, unless um, Kittle plays, then you could, you know. That's exactly where I'm going. If if Kittle plays, that basically, the question is basically, is he more attractive than DJ Chark, right? Because if Kittle's in the game, Ayuk is absolutely going to go down in production, probably to the point that he, he's not a lock in that position anymore. If Kittle yes. plays, do you start him? I would just be very nervous of playing Kittle after not be playing for eight like weeks. Like eight weeks, right? It's a long also, time. Why, Chad, dude, why are you dropping these players, dude? Mostert and Kittle should have been on your team. You had three empty spots. Yeah. Like, he did, just he like, did that a long time just, ago, didn't he? Yeah, but like unless it says they're out for the season, you should not drop a player like that. Isn't that what the can't cut list is about? Yeah, but I got rid of that. Uh, I can, can re-add it if you want, but no, it's better to just bully people about bad decisions that they make. Yeah, um, yeah, I like shaming our friends more than putting in guardrails. <laughs> yes. Um, I I would probably lean towards Ayuk um, over Kittle, assuming that he comes back to play. Um, I, I would be too nervous about him him not quite being game ready. And, and not to mention the fact that is San Francisco even competing for anything anymore? Yeah, but that, in, it doesn't matter in football. Like if well, they, if they well, play so, him, Dylan, you should I mean, start Cam Akers. Well, they might not play him. They might not play Kittle though if the season isn't on the line anymore. Don't risk right, injury. Right, right. If the season, right. It, and that, if Kittle, does, yeah, but if Kittle doesn't play, then the choice is easy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. I grabbed Kittle Cam Akers. Dylan is starting I, Cam Akers. It should be the Miami <laughs> defense. I, I the flex, can we flex a defense? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I grab Kittle just so that my opponent can't have him. 
Um, I used I used my you know high waiver grab to take him. That was smart. Um, less for me and more for my opposition not to have the fact that he was available is idiotic. Yeah. I'm really, I really hope those three ro- empty roster spots help Chad. That's all I'll say. Why are we still talking about that game? Chad's team is the most fun to talk about. We're not about. talking about that's, that game. We're weird. talking about the fact that Chad made it to the semifinals without actually managing his team. He was so close to tacoing this <laughs> he year. Was two points away. He was a, he was a horrible Ben Roethlisberger performance away from all it needed to be was a not, not the worst Ben Roethlisberger start in the last like five years, and he would have made it. Yeah. Um. All right, so on the other side for relieving this, currently in there is Hollywood Higgins, the Cleveland receiver uh, against the Jets. Other options include Emmanuel Sanders uh, against Minnesota, Chase Edmonds against San Francisco, um, Pro Bowl tight end Evan Ingram against Baltimore, Darius Slayton against Baltimore, and that's it. So this is a tough one. Uh, I honestly think I would I would lean towards Chase Edmonds just because over the last couple – you know, weeks it feels like they have realized that Chase Edmonds is better than Kenyon Drake, at least in the passing game. Um, and I just I don't trust the Browns offense that other than their running backs, because Baker Mayfield could any week show up and remember he's Baker Mayfield and suck. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I said this earlier in the in the in the show here. I think Cleveland's going to have a really fun week. They're coming out to play. Baker Mayfield's going to wake up feeling dangerous, and Higgins has been his replacement for OBJ. Obviously, Landry's been getting some good touches, but I think that Higgins has got himself a nice, you know, 60, 70 yards and a touchdown coming up, and that's what I'm betting on. This is a this is a big risk for you, John. Like, the way I see it, like, Listen, we can cancel each other game. out. I'm here. I'm playing big. I'm putting it my all on the line. Year, Brent. Can't hold anything back now. <laughs> I, I feel like this is where you either win or lose. Like, I think that we're going to probably check each other out in most of these places. And I think it's going to come down to your flex decision and Russell Wilson not sucking. Like, I think those are the two things that, that matter. I mean, like, you talk about the keys to the game. Yeah. The, the keys to the game. It's can Russell Wilson not suck? And are you actually going to depend on Baker Mayfield to pass the ball to his, his wide receiver, too? I don't like Higgins in the start here. I don't know that I like Edmonds either. I think that, like I mentioned before, it's going to be a shootout in San Francisco and Arizona is going to put up a lot of points, but it's going to all be on Kyler Murray. And I don't like spreading out those points on your own roster. Uh, it's, it's a recipe to, to not succeed. I'm already doing that in the Cleveland game with Hunt and Higgins. I'm saying pull Higgins too. That's a bad call. Definitely, uh, there's not enough. There's not enough money to go around in Cleveland. That's for sure. Yeah, but if there's any team that you're okay stacking offensive players against, it's probably the Jets. And they're not winning twice. No. And they're okay. actually. I guarantee you, this is going to be one of their worst losses ever because they're going to be like, "Why the fuck do we win?" Yeah. You think they're, they're going to lose seventy-two to nothing? It's going to be. Yeah. No, because like because Adam Adam Gase is going to get a call and they're going to be like, if you win again, you're being fired on the spot instead of at least getting another two paychecks. Honestly, it might be helpful for me to start whoever the Cleveland third string and fourth string running backs are at this point. That's how much fun I think the Browns are going to be having this weekend. I don't, I don't I, do it. 
I don't, the, I don't hate the mentality of Higgins. I think it makes sense. Just worry that Higgins is a little is a little too boom rust. You know, I think I think you're playing four versus ceilings with Edmonds and Higgins. And I think, you know, honestly though, the argument can be made that Edmonds should be in there over Latavius Murray because I think Edmonds is more involved than Murray is. Uh, I also hate the fact that the Saints are playing on Friday. Yeah, like, I don't like that. Weird fucking day. So Is that because yeah. like the NBA isn't doing Christmas? And so they have the NFL on Christmas? Or is the NBA doing Christmas? No, the NBA is doing Christmas, but I don't think they're doing their whole like Christmas bash thing. I think it's just the NFL. And NFL just plays on whatever day they want now. Tuesdays, Fridays, Wednesdays, yeah. Saturdays. We can have football every day of the week now. Yeah. So I will allow you both to talk about your kicker for 15 seconds. Go. What? Dolphins, points, Raiders. Wow. I you know, I never thought about it that way. Amazing. That should be the that should be the analysis for kickers every week. <laughs> Honestly, I've been prepping that analysis for weeks. So I'm happy <laughs> you gave me a chance to do it. Dylan? I, I got I got nothing to follow that. Like, can I just like do ditto? Like same same you thing. You should just send Tennessee kicker points. <laughs> yep. You see, uh, I yeah. think that that's a bad take. Honestly, I think yeah, that's a bad take. Nowhere near as good of a take as as Dol- Dolphins Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, defensively, we have currently in for the Rams in Seattle against a very potent Seattle offense. Uh, that's a dangerous, dangerous pick. But LA yeah, has that's actually that's that's actually a mistake. I have I have Miami coming in there. Okay, so let's talk about Miami as the Miami starting. So Miami in there against uh, a a potent Vegas offense, um, but Miami's defense a little more consistent, I think, than the Rams. Uh, they are, I think, they're the only team with a turnover in every game this year. Um, so you're guaranteed, you know, at least at two points, and uh, you know, Vegas without. Uh, Vegas Vegas has been kind of struggling on offense lately. Um, so I think Miami has a has a decent. Who's uh, Vegas's number one offensive weapon? Uh, Darren Waller. Wouldn't that be unfortunate if Darren Waller was on the same team that the defense was also on? You know, he's got I that have, problem with LA have, too, and it's Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't have I don't have a good answer for either of those. Like, you, you don't expect to be in that position. Um, and you, there there could be a waiver in the future, like. If there's one thing that I'm not sure about, it's am I starting Singletary and what defense is actually going to show up on the field? And it's a, it's like, it's a shame because that's the hardest I have to think, and it's for the championship. Um, and those are big, those are big decisions. Just know that whatever choice you make will probably be wrong, and it's a lot. Yeah. it's how it works. There's nothing yeah. you can do to make the right choice. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think there's no problem with Miami. Like Waller could have two touchdowns, and Miami could have two interceptions, and you're looking at a perfectly fine day for the Miami defense. Unfortunately for you, on the other side, you're getting a Chicago defense who is playing against Gardner Minshew, I think, this week. I don't even know who's starting this week. Chicago defense is amazing. Jacksonville offense is poo-poo. Uh, so I think this is a clear advantage to Chicago D. And I actually expect them to end up with multiple. I'm I'm gonna boldly predict that Chicago has multiple touchdowns on defense. Oh wow! Wow, that could be a game maker if something take that happens. Honestly, I could that be game maker. God, I have to find somebody to Chicago now. 
<laughs> I mean, you have you, Philly against Dallas, which is not a terrible pick yes, either. Yeah, I don't, I don't fuck with the Eagles against the, the Eagles. Starting, yeah, do you know who the Eagles' starting corners are? Because neither, the, neither do the Eagles. <laughs> I got a text this weekend asking if I wanted to play, but I'm busy. <laughs> you could make this game for yourself if you do that. You can create your own destiny in fantasy football. Isn't that by, the dream? By spot starting for the Eagles. I feel like I'm not allowed to play fantasy football if I'm playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. Do NFL players have fantasy teams? I don't think so. No, they do. They just they're not supposed to gamble on it. Like they can just have. But what fun is fantasy football without gambling? I that sounds awful suspect. Like how, how is that possible? That it's that it's fun without it. No, no that NFL players do it without allowed. gambling. Oh, how do they do it without gambling? Oh, they definitely do it. They definitely yeah, gamble. they do it under the table. They just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think they just stack themselves up on their own team, like them and their like friends and and co and teammates, co players? <laughs> you only weird. drafted your friends. <laughs> there's been some. There's been some like NFL mic'd up moments where like random, like a random like third string defensive guy will walk up to like a, like a starting running back and be like, "Yo, I got you in fantasy. You better score this week." <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what they care about. That's what they really care about. Well, then you then you also get then you also get like every time something happens that like logically makes sense. Like Nick Chubb ran out at the one yard line instead of scoring a touchdown, and everybody in fantasy freaks out. Nick Chubb's like, "Fuck your fantasy team! I'm trying to win a football game." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they they know what where they're really making their money. It's not in fantasy football. All right, so we ran through it positionally. Uh, Shahar and Dylan. I want you both to make your case as to why you think you win or lose this week. Uh, let's let our, our resident producer start. So, so Dylan, why are you going to win or lose this week? I just think it's the hot hand of consistency. I mean, it, it's as simple as that. On on average, I'm scoring close to five to six to ten points more than him a week. Um, I think my average right now is 116, um, which is just more than, than what John has. Um John's a lucky team, but right now I'm a consistent team, and I think consistency is going to win this game. Um, and, and I think it's just that simple. It's it's kind of like I love this because it's a it's a game of destiny, so it's a great story for either John or myself to win. But I I just think that the the overwhelming consistency will be too much for John to be able to to handle on this side. So that's my take, and I'm sticking to it. Shahar, why are you going to win um, or lose? So Dylan liked to say that this is the game of destiny. Um, I'm going to stick with the fact that this is the reason this is the game of destiny is because my team is the team of destiny. From the minute this season started, everybody counted us out. And time and time and time and time again, divine intervention or luck or destiny or whatever you want to call it has made sure to put this team through, you know, a quarterback that has been excelling beyond belief wide receivers that step up when they need to backup running backs that seem to come out of nowhere a Pittsburgh Steelers defense that fumbled and fucking sucked at the last possible moment. This is God's team. This is destiny here. Listen, Dylan, you're going to put up a bunch of points. I'm going to put up a bunch of points. I promise you that when this is all said and done, it's going to be a one to two point game and it's going to hurt at the other side when you lose this one. It will. It doesn't hurt as much if I lose to you because I know that like that money is coming back to me somehow. 
Uh, that's probably true. <laughs> there, there will be a bad there will be a bad bet you make with me sometime in the future, and that money's coming back to me anyway. In like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. So like I I I don't I like and that's what that's what makes it fun because I know that John's gonna like there there's there's just no shit talking here because I just know that like I'm gonna text him like on every play like yo Kyle looks hurt no he doesn't he looks fine like shit like that so, I'm gonna be shitting my pants during that game because that's I'm ride or die with my boy my my. You know, Kyler Murray. That's it. I'm the Murray if I, if guy, I keep... and if it's not for them, it's it's over. And I I want to thank them for a great season. Uh, the Lord Almighty for helping us out. I'm not even a religious man, but God bless this team. Team of destiny. We got it. It's not just about the money, though. It's also about embarrassing Schneider. I ah. feel like he's already been embarrassed. Yes, but you get to pick his team name, which is most likely a Schmidt one, which mm. we just know he hates. It's all right. What were, what were you and I want? A pile of Schmidt. A pile of Schmidt. That was good. That was creative. I, 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 that was that was well named. That was you that did that, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was well named. That was good. You got to top that. Can't use the same one. No, you can't. Okay. Yeah. And also the right to pick our draft order. And then I don't remember what else to do. It's probably the trophy that may or may, not, may or may not exist. It definitely Honestly, exists. I definitely, it definitely made it. exists, and we should we should get a plaque, like the little placard, guys. We got to get on this. Come on, yeah. commissioner. I, know. I, I think I, I think I want to win this game mostly to say that I am not a half a champion, and sure is a half a champion. Yeah, but sure also has a regular a champion. Yeah. Is he a regular? A, one? Oh, I take that. I take that back. He's I'm a sorry. champion and a half. There's a, yeah, sure, champion and a half. I was I was right. hoping that it would come into play. It doesn't, right. and that's because I don't do my research. All right, Schneider, who are you picking? You know, I heard two very compelling arguments from both teams, and I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, D- Dylan's is definitely more logical that that the talent is there, the projections are there, and just this this team has been built to win this championship. I have been shitting on really me this since the start of this season, even when uh, he made the playoffs. Uh, it, it was the good place bowl because you don't belong here. You know, you don't belong here. You've stumbled your way into this, and and by God, if you're going to stop now, I really hate that. That I need to pick. I, I, I need to pick the team of destiny here. You're going against two weeks ago when you picked I, me. I, I don't know. I, I didn't. Cut your mic. Yeah, team this podcast is a fraud. Has proven me wrong over and over, and and I I think I might have bought into whatever the hell no is going on with this team. Shahar, I think I think Shahar, you should be very very nervous that he just picked you. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. <laughs> I think you're screwed now. Look, I, I think when you look at the matchups, there is one team that has really good matchups across the board. Um, and then the other team I am a little worried about. Their best player gets arguably the best defense in the league. Uh, the quarterback gets arguably one of the best defenses in the league. Uh the receivers have good matchups, but that's really it. I too will break what I said two weeks ago and pick Ridley me this to win the, the championship. I think the matchups favor him. And I, like I said, I'm, I think Chicago defense is going to be a difference maker in this, uh, just a, a rare thing to happen. But I had to take down Giants to get here. I took down the. Quite questionably, the second best team in the league and the first best team in the league. And you're you going to go against were, me now. You know, you, you know, when that calculated matter. opponents that had talent on their team, 
you didn't play against someone that that just has magic on their side. No, this is. Uh, this I'm, is I'm, I'm, if I lose, I'm not showing up next week for the recap. Shahar's got. Shahar's got. Shahar's got five voodoo dolls of everyone else in the playoffs with the needles stabbed to their eyes somewhere in his apartment. So, listen, I don't know how you saw what was in my apartment, but you know, I'm not going to confirm or deny. <laughs> <sighs> All right, we have uh, we have three to one in favor of Ridley. I mean, this winning this. So congratulations, Dylan. Vance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I shouldn't be a good speech giver. I I just want to you know wrap this up quickly. I, obviously, we'll do a we'll do a season wrap up next week, um, and run through everything. Uh, I do you know obviously happy holidays to everybody. I want to thank everybody again. This has been a, a very fun season. Um, been a very weird season for sure. Um, but you know, I think I've seen a lot of leagues who've had a lot of real issues this year. I'm in a couple of leagues that didn't even make it through the season. Um, so I just want to thank everybody for you know being open, uh, continuing to shit on each other, make it fun, except for, and, and I, I want to point out that the shit talk bowl was the worst shit talk ever. Uh, you guys are horrible at it. Well, that was the irony of naming it that, right? Yeah. We yeah, we well, said that. Well, I was I hoping think, it I think we got in their head. I think we got in their heads. I think they were afraid to shit talk each other because of it. Because they would be judged on the quality of the shit talk. Yes. Instead of just just enjoying talking shit for for talking shit's sake. Yes. So to our two champion uh, finalists, uh, I wish you good luck. Uh, may God have May God have mercy on your soul. Uh, or in Shahar's case, may the God of Voodoo have mercy on your soul. Uh, and uh, whichever one of you wins, we look forward to having on next week. And whoever loses, you suck. Makes any, sense. Any, any last words, Schneider? Um, I'm I'm excited for the end of this. You know, we had two dark horses that came and made it all the way to to the end, and it it was just exciting. It was exciting. We had teams that were clearly on top the whole way through that fell, and and, and I, I've enjoyed watching that. Um, <laughs> Both of you guys have had a very complicated rise to where you are right now, and I'm. I'm this is going to be a good game. I'm, I'm excited. This was a fun season. Um, I'm. I'm very nervous about next week. Uh, hearing what all of the karaoke songs are going to be. Um, I'm. I'm already kind of got my head there, but I'll, I'll end by saying uh, we should have canceled this season ten weeks ago. No. No. Veto on that one. No. Right. The right call. All right, guys. Good luck in the finals and peace out. Thank you very much. Up, nigga, catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I wanna ride. I do a kegel. What else is that? Spit in my mouth. Look in my eyes. If pussy is wet, come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised. That's what play. I wear disguise. I want you to park that big Mac truck right in this little garage. Make it cream. Make me scream. I don't pull it. Make the scene. I don't cook. I don't clean, but let me tell you, I got this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down inside of me. Yeah. Jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell him where to put it, never tell him where I'm about to be. I'll run down on him before I have a nigga running me. Talk your shit, bite your lip. Ask for a car while you ride that dick. Why you really ain't never got him fucking for a thing. He already made his mind up, boy, he can't.
I get your boots, hang your coat But this wet ass pussy He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet ass pussy Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass pussy Now make it rain if you wanna see some wet ass pussy Look, I need a hard hit, I need a deep stroke I need a handy drink, I need a weed smoke Not a garden snake, I need a king cobra With a hook in it, hope it lean over He got some money, then that's where I'm headed Pussy ain't one, just like his credit He got a beard, well I'm tryna wet it I let him piss now he diabetic I don't wanna spit, I wanna go I wanna gag, I wanna choke I want you to touch that little thingy thing That's swinging in the back of my throat My head game is fire, but none of this time He's going and trying, he's coming outside Yeah, I run that thing, I get eyes behind me I spit on his mic and I heat tryna sign me Yeah, I'm a freak bitch, handcuffs, leash shit Switch my wig, make him feel like a GT And put him on his knees, give him something to believe in Never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beat In the food chain, I'm the one that eat you If he ate my ass, he's a bottom feeder Big D stand for big demeanor I can make you buzz before I ever meet you If it don't hang, then he can't bang You can't hurt my feelings, but I like pain If he fuck me and ask who's is it When I ride the dick, I'ma spell my name Ah Bring a bucket and a mop with this wet ass pussy Give me everything you got with this wet ass pussy Now from the top, make it drop 